The scripture of today comes from Isaiah 11, 1 through 10. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They will not hunt or destroy on my holy mountain." For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. be seated. My daughter has a sweet, 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 sweet tuxedo cat named Prince. Her roommate has a crazy Australian shepherd puppy named Phoebe. Prince and Phoebe, let's just say, they have a very interesting relationship. I remember the day that we moved the girls into the apartment this summer. I knew that Prince and Phoebe had been introduced to one another. I was told that they got along just fine. I was sent pictures of them together. I was assured that everything was going to be okay. I believe I was duped. <laughs> Not five minutes after Prince's arrival in the apartment, there was a whole lot of open puppy mouth hovering over my sweet grandcat. To this day, Prince and Phoebe still play like this. It involves a lot of chasing and hiding and quite a bit of Phoebe standing animatedly over Prince while he hisses and swats at her. Prince sometimes instigates the whole thing, yes, but from time to time, Prince gets tired of all of this play, and the girls will discover that he has made his way to a very high shelf to get away from Phoebe. So that is what shared life looks like in apartment 524. <laughs> and it is really not all that different when you think about it from what our life can be like in the human world. 
a world where we are nearly constantly reminded that we are as different from one another as a cat is from a dog. Sometimes when these differences between us arise, we engage in discussions with one another over our points of disagreement. Some of us like to start these so-called debates because we find them fun or maybe enlightening. Others of us find these discussions just make us cranky and prone to striking out. And many of us will try to just find a quiet place to remove ourselves from the conversation altogether. And it's even better if it's a place up high where we can sit above it all confidently knowing that we are right and everyone else is very, very wrong. Just like in apartment 524, this sort of life together is less than ideal, whether it is on a familial, communal, national, or worldwide level. What is ideal is the world as pictured in today's scripture. A scripture which envisions a world where justice reigns under a righteous ruler and where creation lives together in true peace and harmony. Now when we hear texts like this one, which are not uncommon in the book of Isaiah, when we hear texts like this, we instantly associate those words with Jesus. Who else would be the shoot coming out from the branch of Jesse? Who else would have the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding of counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord? Well, the prophet had hoped it would be a ruler who would rise up to save the people who were in dire straits right then, threatened by other nations and by their own wandering. The prophet hoped it would be a new anointed ruler from the line of David. As I said, Isaiah wrote words like these more than once. Before this chapter 11 and in chapter 7, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Or chapter 9, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So while we hear verses like these as clear prophecies of the Messiah, we must remember that these words of hope for a more immediate rescue, those were words of hope for a more immediate rescue for God's people in the predicament that they found themselves in at that time. That said, some biblical scholars say that this text from today hints that Isaiah was maybe starting to get the understanding that this Savior, this just and mighty ruler, was likely going to be one he would not live to see. After all, remember his vision. It was not just of a just and mighty ruler, but remember the vision of the world as it would look while this ruler reigned clothed in righteousness and faithfulness. The wolf and the lamb, the leopard and the goat, the fatted calf and lion, all living together. The cow and the bear and all their offspring eating and sleeping together. The lion has become a vegetarian and children are safe to play around snakes. 
And perhaps the most stunning thing of all, they will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. That is some truly far out dreaming. It is hard to fathom this peaceable kingdom. A picture of God's perfect vision for his creation. One that we do hope for. One we are sure of. But one we do not expect to see around us anytime soon. For our world is not peaceable. Our world is not absent of violence and destruction. Tis the season to cast our eyes out into the darkness of our longest nights and to adorn everything with light. To spend hours decorating and baking and buying. To fill up calendars with parties and recitals and gatherings. To watch Hallmark movies where everything always turns out wonderfully. To see the Grinch's heart grow three sizes. To hear Linus remind us of what Christmas is all about. But we don't really think everything is very and bright, no matter what bows and wrapping we put on things. Especially not once the vacation days are over and everyone goes back home. Not when the daily grind begins again and the credit card bills arrive. And to be honest, these, these are the woes of the luckiest of us. Because no matter how much we want to ignore it, there are many who will be alone, at risk, hungry, sick, mourning, suffering, homeless, and penniless this season and well beyond. They do not know a peaceable kingdom. And beyond these individual experiences, we have to look at all of God's creation. We are a deeply divided people in our families and workplaces and even within our churches. We are a deeply destructive people in the ways that we treat each other and in the ways we treat our world and its resources. We are a deeply needy people in need of justice and mercy, in need of hope and peace, in need of a peaceable kingdom. And not just the one that lives in our hearts and souls, our imaginations and dreams, the one that is promised to us like some sort of an inspirational carrot on a stick that leads us through life. No, our kingdom is not just one we are waiting for. Because we are citizens of a peaceable kingdom. A kingdom that has begun, but not yet come in fullness. A kingdom that shines in darkness all year, wherever we go, as people of God. People of a wonderful counselor who speaks up for the voiceless, answers the cry of distress, do not stand for injustice. People of an everlasting father who share the wealth, spread the word, change the world. People of a mighty God who speak up for the voiceless, answer the cries of distress, and do not stand for injustice. People of the Prince of Peace who believe that God has done continues to do and will do all that he has promised and that that truth makes a difference in our lives such that we have no choice but to make a difference in the lives of all he has placed in our path. You know, sometimes when Prince, when Phoebe, I mean, is calm and shut in her kennel at night, 
Sometimes my daughter and her roommate will find that Prince has walked through the bars of the kennel to just sit with Phoebe. No chasing, no hissing, no escaping to higher ground. A glimpse of a peaceable kingdom. May we be people of a peaceable kingdom who give a glimpse to everyone we meet of what is possible through our Messiah. May we be people who dream God's dream, not just for our ever afters, but also for our here and now. And may we be people of new life springing forth, ever ready and ever willing to go where the Spirit leads us. Let us pray. Merciful Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for your word which gives us your vision, your true intention for how we live among and with each other. We ask that you would make us your bold people of a peaceable kingdom, that we might go out and shine that light in the world wherever we go. We know that you will usher in this era of true peacefulness and harmony, but we can carry it with us, surely, surely, as you equip us with your spirit. Go with us this week, wherever we go. Give us your ears and your eyes and make us your hands and your feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.